No, for sure. And part of the perspective, too, is I don't know if you've experienced this, Liam, but, like, I've seen some of my friends make vapes at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> I was like, I'm not smoking that, bro. So, like, it's always been that perspective that the unregulated market is the one that you're scared of. Because when you get it tested, you, mean, you, know, you, know what's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, it's, uh, it, is, it is still a new product form for a lot of people. And because it is cannabis, there is an assumption that, well, it's, you know, it's benign. There's no danger to it. You know, you mm. can't, you know, get a lung in- injury from smoking a joint. But, you know, in the end, uh, I think everyone who is uh, shopping for cannabis in the licensed market is, is doing so because it provides them with some extra measure of uh, whether you know whether it's comfort or variety or quality, they are looking for something that they can't get from the way that they used to buy from their plug. And you know, I can understand that. For me, like when I go into a dispensary now, I'm like you know, looking at a menu with all these different strains that have all these wonderful descriptions, and I've got brands that I know about, and I've got you know packaged goods and manufactured goods that I know are really, really good and that I know are made in a high quality, high standards workplace. Mm. And, you know, when I was going to my plug, it was like, all right, I have weed. Would you like to buy some weed? How much weed would you like to buy? Also, like, maybe I have some mushrooms. It was like, all right, like, and again, like, there's a time and a place. But in the end, I think that if you're looking for a shopping experience where you can really start to dig into the products that you're getting and how they're made and why, you know, they might be good for you. Mm. You got to go to a dispensary. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, and I want to respect your time, bro, because I know you mentioned 11. Um, yeah, I got, a, I got a few more minutes. Yeah, all right, cool, because more or less we can go for like another 10 minutes, if that's cool. Uh, maybe another five. Five minutes? All yeah. right, so we'll probably have to fill in the episode then, because right now we're cutting into the second one. Um, so all right, let, let's go for 10 minutes. Right, let's cool. go for 10. I'm having a good time. All right, no doubt. I'm having yeah, a good time. I mean, this is great. This is great, because, uh, I, I mean, me personally, and I was telling Ravon this too and the team, I'm like, just so you guys know, we're bringing in Firmware. We don't sell their product. I mean, me and the homies, like, we met years ago. You know what I mean? I respect what they do a lot. And uh, I felt like it would just be insightful for us because, I mean, it's a struggle sometimes with us with our process because we have these different, you know, license types that overlap themselves. And Mm -hmm. we're in a space where we do something really, really good for our customers, and that's providing flour and pre-rolls, right? But we have these other categories that are growing. Um, So one of the things I wanted to ask you, you mentioned the 510 thread. What we're seeing now is that we're selling a lot of kits. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids more than more than cartridges at this point. So like, w- what's that like in terms of um, the ins? I guess the insights of your business when it comes to um, being able to like, even though you focus on vapes or you started with focusing on vapes, there's so many different vapes that you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is the decision behind like? Was it five tens? Is it kits? Is it half grams? Is it full gram? Like, how yeah. do you guys kind of tabulate that information? And so like, when you say kits, are you talking about like a, like an all in one? Uh, yeah. What well, yeah. you guys call the traveler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, See, I mean, well, he knows. He knows. Uh, Chris <laughs> is in my inbox like once a week with that man. <laughs> Hashtag brand work. Uh, shout out to Chris. Um, so uh, it's a good question. I mean, so for us, we launched with five ten half grams because that was the most common product category. We mm. said, look, this is something that people are going to be able to purchase. They know what it means. They know, you know what they're getting for their money. We're going to make a really good version of it, but it's mm-hmm. familiar. The We launched Half Grams, uh, I think, probably like four or five months after that. Mm. And then we said, we had the same, you know, we had the same thought process as you. There's a lot of other vapes out there. How do we expand in that category? And so we started to think about what our next move would be. And, you know, there's... Uh, a lot of different ways that you can go if you're a vape company. You can do something like a proprietary pod system that mm. only fits your battery. Um, you can also do, you know, a bigger or a much smaller vape. Right. Like, and the great thing about working with our hardware, we work directly with our hardware manu- 
we work directly with yeah. our hardware manufacturer in China. They yeah. are an amazing partner. They do a ton of R&D for us, uh, and they are uh, really great at helping us innovate. And one thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to break into the all-in-one space. And mm. I say all-in-one, I don't say disposable. There's a reason for that. I'll get to that. Yeah, so yeah. the all-in-one or, or kit, whatever you want to call it, like that is a product that's increasingly popular because it both is super simple, you know, it's you take it out of the box, you don't need a special battery, you don't need to connect anything, you just press the button or you just inhale and you're good. Mm. Um, but the other reason is that it is a, for a lot of, uh, for a lot of brands, including Firmway, it provides a more affordable option for people to try the product. If it's like, hey, I want to try that flavor, but I don't want to spend, you know, as much as, as, I, as I would need to for a half gram or a full gram, maybe I get something that's like a 0.3. Mm. So we said, all right, let's create a 0.3 version and let's also do a 0.7 version so people who really like the hardware, they like how it hits, they like how it feels, they like how simple it is, they can have a bigger version if they want to buy into that flavor a little bit more. And once we started developing this with our hardware partner, we said, well, this is great and I'm really thrilled about this, but we need to be able to address the elephant in the room when it comes to these products, which is that they're wasteful. And by that, I mean, you know, they're called disposables. And that means people throw them out when they're done, whether it's in the trash or on the street. And it can actually cause some real problems for the environment and some, some dangers, in fact, because lithium ion batteries, you're not supposed to throw them in the trash. Mm. That, those rechargeable batteries, you are supposed to dispose of them via like a specialized, licensed, trained, you know, waste disposal company. Right. And most people don't know that, and they especially don't know that if they're being told this is a disposable. So like, you know, <laughs> what else would you do? You throw it Dispose out. It. <laughs> and you know, the reason why you need that special uh, training and licensing is because those batteries, you know, they can catch fire, they can, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of danger if you don't dispose of them correctly. Mm. And uh, along with that, again, it's just wasteful. You have these metals that are just sitting in landfills that could be recycled, they could be repurposed, and it's not the fault of the customer and it's not, you know, any, you know, it's, it's a structural issue. But ultimately, as a manufacturer, we said we have a responsibility to do something about this. We want to launch this product, but we want to do it right. So along with developing the product and the packaging and all the work that went into that, we were also in parallel developing a recycling program. Mm. So the Fernway recycling program works like this, which is that if you carry the Fernway Traveler, that's our all-in-one vape, you get a recycling box. It's a locked box. It's got our brand on it. It says what you're, you're supposed to use it for. And when you say you, you mean the retailer? The retailer, exactly. And the retailer can put it on, you know, they can put it on the counter, they can put it behind the counter, they can put it out on the floor. Hmm. But people can come back once they've used their traveler, once it's empty, and they just drop it in the slot. Once the box gets filled up, our fulfillment team picks it up. We bring those boxes back to our facility. We you know, at, you know, we, uh, we, we combine them all. And then we have a partner called Gaiaca that is one of those trained, licensed, recyclable, or um, like uh, lithium ion battery mm -hmm. disposal agents. And what they do, it's actually pretty metal. They, uh, they take the products, they freeze them in liquid nitrogen, they pulverize them into dust, and then they separate out and purify all the different elements that they can recycle, whether it's, you know, lithium, copper, steel, and, so what we are able to do is we're able to tell people like, look, if you want an all-in-one vape, that's totally cool. We've got a great one for you. And if you're worried about throwing it out, you don't have to. Come back to the dispensary where you bought it, drop it in the box, costs you nothing, costs the dispensary nothing, costs us a little scratch, but like we're happy to do it. And it 
at the very least, reminds people that there's another way to be able to treat these products that doesn't have to rely on the most wasteful or unsustainable path toward getting these, you know, getting these products into people's hands. And I think that what we also found is that people really liked that recycling and sustainability message. So we actually expanded it. A few months later, we said, all right, now all of our cartridges, our 510 cartridges, are also recyclable. And they are because we worked it out with Gaika that they would take those cartridges in and go through the same process and recycle the steel. Mm -hmm. And then the, you know, all of this, again, uh, it was not without its bumps and without its headaches. And I'd say the biggest one for us was that there was no predefined pathway for doing this regulatorily. Mm -hmm. We had to basically uh, come up with a plan that we knew would satisfy the spirit of the law, which says, you know, you want to, you know, uh, work with recycled materials whenever possible. You want to reduce the amount of power and water you're using when you're doing an indoor grow. But there's nothing in there about vape recycling. So we said to the CCC, we have a plan for recycling these vapes. Mm -hmm. It's compliant. It fits with the regulations. You don't need to worry about inventory control because these products have already been sold. So they're out of the chain of custody. And we would rather that they go into this controlled waste stream rather than into household trash. And they said, great. No pushback at all. No pushback at all. Yeah, that's it. And it was it's a relief right. because we wanted to right. make sure that we were doing it all right. But all right. it was also for us really important that when we went to retail partners and we said we have this new program and they said, is it cool with the CCC that we could say yes. Oh, for sure. So, Liam, we got you for another three minutes here, man. And What can I know, tell you? Of course, man. We got to talk about business because we don't we don't. Sell Fernway here, bro. <laughs> well, uh, I know that the last time that you, uh, I know the last time you chatted with Chris over email was probably back before we launched the flower and the joints. And Maybe, yeah. it's also um, something where, look, we have always enjoyed talking with you and we would love to do business with you. And the one thing that we always like to tell our partners is that when it comes to Fernway, we're a full service partner. Mm. We're not just here to drop off product. We're here to make sure that it sells. And so when it comes to your needs as a business, uh, whether it's you know the products that you think your customers are going to like the most, mm. the pricing that you're going to need to make sure that those uh, products are compelling to your customers, the support that you're going to need to make sure that those products actually move off the shelf and that they get into people's hands, the training and the support that your staff is going to need to be able to really effectively sell the products, we're there. Yeah. We got it all. And I, uh, so I did, you know, I did bring you guys, uh, you know, some gifts and I'm going to leave them with you so That's that you so. can uh, get a sense of what, uh, what Fernway's up to these days. But I also, you know, for us, there is always an opportunity to continue this conversation because we're mm -hmm. always coming out with new products and we're always trying to find new ways to make our partners happy. And that means not just our existing partners, but are soon to be new partners oh, as well. For sure. So what would you what would you recommend? You know, we're, we're a flower. We're in the hood, bro. I mean, yep. you saw what happened when you came yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people are price sensitive and people love pre-rolls and flower. That's what we sell majority. However, the next category after that is, is uh, I guess, to fit with your vernacular, like travelers, you know what yeah. I mean, like disposables. So, um, you know, what, what would your recommendation be knowing those variables of price sensitivity, what our day-to-day -day customers like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think when it comes to price sensitivity, that's kind of an easy challenge for us to be able to, to focus on. It's just mm. finding the number that works best for both. But when it comes to the products itself, like we have, for example, like any of our products that we put out, we have a whole bunch of marketing materials behind it. So mm. like 
for example, when we brought out the pre-rolls, and if we were to uh, you know, start selling you guys our terpene-infused joints, those wouldn't just be arriving in a case. They'd be arriving mm -hmm. with you know, posters. They'd be arriving with cards. They'd be arriving with samples for your team so that they can try them out. And what we would want to make sure of is that you feel confident in your customer's appreciation for the product mm. and whatever it takes for you to feel that level of comfort, whether it's making sure that, uh, again, your team is super signed on, so you're like, oh, they'll be able to make sure that people love these, mm. or making sure that uh, you know you guys are in a, in, a, in, a, in a price range that you're comfortable with, or uh, whether it's a consignment order. For us, like we just wanna ultimately put our money where our mouth is. We know that this mm. is a brand that people, once they try, they adore, whether they're behind the counter or in front of the counter, and we don't wanna make that price of, of trying that to be prohibitive for you. Right, right, and you said it right there, man, it's a brand, and I think you guys have done, I mean, I think the best, if not one of the best in Massachusetts for Thank you. from start to finish, man. I mean, you know, we were on a call, bro, before oh, yeah. you guys launched. I remember. And I think it's impressive what you guys have been able to do. And um, it's definitely motivation for us over here. You know, um, granted, we haven't done business officially, but, um, you know, I, I'm on your side. And, you know, I think I think it makes sense for us to figure out how we can make it work. What do you think, Rayvon? Yeah, I, th I guess so, right? Let's clap it up for business. <laughs> yeah. Let's clap it up for the CT boys. Beautiful. Young guys getting it, you know what I'm saying? So any any uh, any last words before we sign off here for our listeners? Shout out to your mom again, too. Yeah, shout out to Kate. She was a jazz. Shout out to Kate. Come on. She's got to be tuning in for this one, bro. I'm, I'm definitely going to let her know. You're going to let me know when this airs, right? Yeah, it's right, a couple cool. weeks. But oh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty uh, popular station here in she likes to She likes to watch the uh, the interviews that I do sometimes, so oh, I'm, uh, I'm sure she'll like this. Um, for sure. No, last thing I would just say is that uh, thanks so much for having me on you know sure. I, I love being able to uh, I love being able to leave the office in Northampton and come out and actually visit people and you know see them face to face so thanks for mm. giving me that opportunity and I would just say you know when it comes to people who are listening like this is a growing industry it is a rich and diverse and exciting industry and if you feel overwhelmed or you feel uh, otherwise you know like oh I don't know what I don't know where to start I don't know who to talk to Come down, to, come down to Major Bloom. They'll help you out. Like you walk in, you can, it can be the first time you've ever walked into a dispensary and they will recognize that you have needs and that you don't need to feel vulnerable around mm -hmm. here. It, it's always a little uncomfortable when you buy weed sometimes for the first time, especially in a dispensary, but come down to Major Bloom. They are warm, they're inviting, they have a great menu and it's gonna be even better soon because it's gonna have Fernway on it. Let's and go. most importantly, the company is run by people who actually consume the product. And that's something that I just always wanna just shout out is that I'm so glad that I have a team of people who love and are passionate about the product. We're all passionate consumers because it means that we can speak to people's needs and people's challenges from a place of experience and authenticity. And the same is true with uh, the owners of Major Bloom. Dude, that's dope. That's the best problem solvers is when you're solving your own problems. Yes, and other sir. People feel yes, sir. It, man. So again, shout out to you guys, man. Appreciate it. And thank the listeners, man. You guys have just been infused with Funway and Major Bloom. Peace.